Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. To Sean Hannity Show on this Friday, 800-941-SEAN on number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, so closing arguments in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse. A uh, lot of evidence came out in this case. For example, the, the prosecution's star witness admitted on the stand under oath that he pointed a loaded gun at Kyle Rittenhouse before Kyle shot him. Then, of course, then we've got the instances, the video of pretty much a mob, a large group of people running after him. He's running as fast as he can. He gets trapped. His hat gets knocked off. He's down on the ground. The guy's about to put his his foot right into his face into the pavement. And then we get to the issue of, well, what does the law say? That if you feel that you are an imminent threat of death or or serious bodily harm, you have the right to defend yourself. It's really that simple. I, I noticed that uh, the trial judge requested applause on Veterans Day for veterans. Oh, how horrible. Why would anybody ever oppose that? You know, um, God save the court. So help me God. I assume I guess liberals want to take that out as well. Uh, the judge again yesterday scolding the prosecution. Here we go again. Listen. Uh, does real America's voice have any sort of um, political uh, bias or agenda or anything like that? I'm, what is it? It goes to the bias of the witness, Your Honor. Uh, the bias in what respect? I, I assume that people... We, uh, as I commented at the beginning, this is not a political trial. That's an attorney that you uh, have out of Madison? What's the relevance of this? Well, Your Honor, we've had a lot of questions about other What's people. What's the relevance of this? I would like to know why he felt the need to retain an attorney to provide video in this case. I think it goes to bias. I think it goes to credibility. It's been asked uh, think, to other witnesses. Let's take the lunch break. He'd be an idiot if he didn't bring uh, a, a, a lawyer into the case. How stupid is this guy? You know, I do think he's probably trying to purposely get a mistrial in this case. I think the judge believes that as well. 
Um, we also had on the air last night Wendy Rittenhouse talking about Joe Biden defaming her son by calling him a white supremacist. Listen to this. When I saw what um, afterwards of the um, President Kennedy um, candidate um, debate, when I saw that, I was in shock. I was angry. President Biden don't know my son whatsoever, and he's not a white supremacist. He's not a racist, and he did that for the votes. And I was so angry for a while at him, and what he did to my son, he defamed him. All right, so we get closing arguments now. We expect on Monday, the majority of updates today have been the sparring between the prosecution and the defense over the permissibility of lesser charges. The prosecution and defense teams met in Kenosha court on Friday, going up to earlier today, going over all of this. Uh, jury instructions will be the next battleground. Anyway, uh, here with their analysis of all of this, Greg Jarrett, Fox News contributor, and Leo 2.0 Terrell, civil liberties attorney and a Fox News contributor also. Welcome, both of you. Um, I do not believe, I'll sit, state it right up front, between the eyewitness testimony, the, the video testimony, which speaks for itself, the testimony of the prosecution star witness, I do not see a guilty verdict on any of these counts. But with that said, I don't guess what a jury's going to do. Juries have surprised me in the past. Leo 2.0 Terrell. Well, uh, first of all, Sean, great interview last night with Cal Rittenhouse, mom. I saw the whole thing. Secondly, I, as a lawyer for 30 years, I don't want to guess the jury uh, what they might do, but I do believe that uh, a first-degree conviction on these murders charges, I don't see happening. When you throw in Kyle Rittenhouse's testimony, he was tremendously credible, and I thought that they have raised a tremendous arch affirmative defense of self-defense. I don't think the uh, prosecution has been able to knock that down. So I see reasonable doubt in all of these charges for first-degree murder, and that's why you see the prosecutor scrambling for these lesser-included charges. They're trying to hook him on something. If anything, it's going to be that misdemeanor gun charge, uh, which is a very, very weak charge, but that's the only one that I see the jury come back with. Greg Jarrett, as you look at the three individuals that were shot in this case— and the evidence presented against all three. What is your take in each instance? My take is justifiable uh, homicide. In other words, self-defense, and in, in which should lead to an acquittal. But it's always folly to try to predict what a, a jury is going to do because people perceive things differently. They may have perceived Rittenhouse differently than I did. I agree with Leo wholeheartedly. He struck me as credible and sincere and candid uh yeah he broke down uh but but i would too uh trying to relive the nightmare of that night in fear and about to die and and then of course he has to live for the rest of his life knowing that he took two lives himself but in self-defense so that's you know of course he broke down uh you know i people like lebron james and others who mock rittenhouse uh, for that, James posted laughing emojis. There's nothing funny about this. Not a joke. Two people were killed. An 18-year-old could spend decades behind bars. Where's the comedy, LeBron? 
I suspect he hadn't watched much of the trial. If he had, he wouldn't make such an incredibly stupid remark. But it's not the first time for LeBron. Uh, you know, I, I, Monday is going to be an important day. It's when the lawyers bring together, all, they marshal together all of the evidence and the witness testimony, and they try to make sense of it from their vantage point. And I think the, the defense has an advantage here because it was a parade of witnesses and videos and photos that support the argument that Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense. One of the main things, and I'll ask both of you the same question, that is also going to be discussed is, and this happens all the time, you have prosecutors, high-profile cases, uh, we hear the term overcharge. In other words, now they're going to begin the process of trying to add new lesser charges against Rittenhouse because they don't expect the verdict to come back their way, which is, if Alan Dershowitz's theory is right, Leo, um, they were purposely shooting for a mistrial. So we got the prosecution now wanting to bring in more options for the jury because they don't think they proved their case. The other issue that's hanging over the head of the prosecution is the possibility of a mistrial with prejudice based on the admonition of the judge, which was as severe as I've ever heard. Well, I'll tell you right now, uh, Sean, the the prosecution, um, a, a dismissal with prejudice is a strong possibility. Let me be very clear. And I think Greg would agree. This prosecutor violated so many ethical rules, constitutional rights of Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, as far as commenting on his silence on the fact that uh, he made reference to that fact in front of of the jury that's a very powerful violation and then the guy doubles down and asks one of the witnesses why did you need an attorney uh why did you hire an attorney it's a right to have counsel you point that out i think that the prosecution they know they know they're losing this case and they are trying to get a mistrial in my opinion i think they may get the wrong type of mistrial because if the judge delivers a mistrial with prejudice Game over. They cannot retry this case. And I think personally, the defense, if I was the defense attorney, I want this case to go to the jury. I want a dismissal on those first uh, first degree charges because I don't want to come back. I don't want to come back. Uh, well, listen, I, I, I do believe that's a strong possibility of mistrial with prejudice. I also believe that the prosecutor can be held in contempt and he might himself be facing uh, ethical. Oh, he should. Well, I agree with that, too. Um, but let me go back to Greg. I'll throw that to you. Th throw this to you. The prosecution now wants to add lesser charges against Rittenhouse. And what that mean it means is to me is they realize, uh oh, we didn't meet the standard that we would need to meet for the charges we we put up against him. Your thoughts. Yeah, I, I agree with Leo. It's a sign of desperation. They know that their case has been an unmitigated disaster, not just their own stunning misconduct, but the misstep of uh, presenting witnesses uh, who only reinforced uh, the defense of self-defense, um, you know, which invites the question, why did they bring the charges to begin with? The answer seems obvious to me that they were bowing to public pressure and the woke mob fueled uh, by the false narrative uh, day in and day out by the liberal mainstream media, you know, who convicted uh, Rittenhouse in the court of public opinion. Uh, they didn't care about the evidence. They didn't care about the facts. Well, now, but now we got a point here. 
all these people starting with Joe Biden on down. I have not seen any evidence that this kid is a white supremacist or has any racist views at all. It's slander. Okay, so Joe Biden says it. Other people repeat it. The media mob repeats it. Um, They basically declare this guy guilty. They don't believe in due process or presumption of innocence. They're saying all of this before one iota of evidence was ever brought up in the case. And they rush to judgment. And now here we have... uh, Kenosha, again, Chicago, again, bracing for potential riots because an expectation was created by Hollywood, by Democrats, by the media mob that they were going to get one result without knowing anything about the case. Now, if it doesn't happen and then there is, you know, unrest, I blame them. That's right. You should know. The news organizations glamorize the rioting, the anarchy, the violence, yes. looting, vandalism, arson. Uh, and they did it under the guise of racial equity and social justice. And, and these so-called journalists cheered it all on. And when Rittenhouse dared to oppose the rioting and violence, the media treated him as enemy number one, calling him a domestic terrorist, a racist, a white supremacist. And Joe Biden did the same thing. He tweeted... The Rittenhouse was a white supremacist. These are slanderous terms, Sean. That's not opinion protected under the First Amendment. These are assertions of fact that are verifiable as either true or untrue. So it's defamatory, and Rittenhouse should sue them all for defamation, including Joe Biden. And I agree with what Greg just said 100%. There are a multitude of defamation lawsuits. Greg's exactly right. They rushed to judgment to play to the narrative. And this is, again, the aftermath of the George Floyd case, trying to justify the riots and trying to hang this young man as a white supremacist. It's insulting and offensive. No, that's the whole thing here. And, and I tell you, the sad part is you can't undo the damage. You know, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I do make a point of telling this audience that, you know, all of us, we three, we were right for three years. We've been vindicated. There was uh, no Trump-Russia collusion. It was all a conspiracy theory, a hoax, a lie. Uh, you have two best-selling books, uh, Greg, on this. You know, there's a reason why I was right on Richard Jewell and the rest of the media wasn't. Uh, the same goes for Ferguson, Missouri. The same goes for Freddie Gray, Baltimore, Maryland. The same goes for UVA. The same goes for Duke Lacrosse, Cambridge Police. We're right time and time again. They're wrong every single time because they never learned the lesson and they're never held accountable. Greg. You know, the, the notions of due process and presumption of innocence that you hold dear, Sean, and constantly repeat, appropriately so, those are just antiquated notions to the mainstream media. They don't give a damn about that. Uh, and the media invariably gets it wrong. So when they convicted this guy in the court of public opinion, I knew immediately, you know, there's a pretty good chance this guy is innocent because, you know, the media says he's not. Uh, and, and so the media bears a large amount of responsibility uh, for pushing this false narrative. And, and I think that drove the decision by prosecutors to charge this case inappropriately. Well, overcharging, you got these politically ambitious prosecutors. It backfires. Um, Do you believe, Leo 2.0 Terrell, that the judge is going to sanction this prosecutor? And and do you believe that he's going to step in and declare a mistrial with prejudice? I I really think that's a strong possibility. 
Well, I'll tell you right now, when you look at the constitutional violation, again, the, the, the post-silence, post-arrest silence, those are grounds for at least an ethical referral to the state bar of Wisconsin. He should do that automatically. You, when you, and Greg will agree, hopefully, or maybe disagree. When you take a case away from the jury, when you declare a mistrial with prejudice or dismiss a case with prejudice, you're taking the case away from the jury. And that's a very powerful decision being made by the judge. But he has a factual basis to do so because he knows for a fact if he declares a mistrial, there might be an issue as to whether or not it was the right decision. So the well, judge, I don't know if he's going to do it. We'll see. Thank you both. Greg Jarrett and Leo 2.0 Terrell, appreciate you being with us. When we come back, we'll hit the phones. 800-941-SHAWN on number. You want to be a part of the program. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour this Friday, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. 
And as promised, we are getting to our busy telephones. Uh, we start with Tony. Tony's in Minnesota. Tony, hi. How are you? And glad you called, sir. Happy Friday. How you doing, Sean? My brother from another mother. <laughs> What's going on, my friend? How are you? Hey, uh, uh, I got some remedies to uh, keep our, uh, our mainstream media accountable. But first of all, I got a question for you. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I know you're talking to Kyle Rittenhouse to his mother last night and stuff. Is there any plans in the works for them to sue either Joe Biden or the main, mainstream media um, like Nicholas Sandman? I, and, uh, where- if, if I was them, I absolutely would. Because remember, you know, Kyle's not a public figure. And right. it, they might say as a result of this case, he is. Um, but there's, there's, I've never seen a single shred of any evidence whatsoever that suggests that any of these attacks, any of you know the 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 names that they've been called, are accurate. By the way, I, but look, I'll ne- we'll never know the amount of money that that this Nicholas Sandman kid gets. He deserves every penny. But I could probably tell you this: he's never going to have to work a day in his life if he doesn't want to. You know everything that was said about about both these guys, Sandman and Kyle Rittenhouse. You know it's an amazing thing when you don't rush to judgment. And when you allow for due process like we do on this program, it, it has served us so well. Now, do I think that anyone's ever going to write a, an article and say, how come Hannity always ends up being right? Um, it's not that I, I'm doing anything special except my job. And my job in Ferguson, Missouri, was to talk to people that were in power sources of mine that told me there were numerous eyewitnesses that backed uh, Officer Darren Wilson's account. My job in the case of uh, Duke Lacrosse, well, I actually spent the time to talk to the kids and the parents and 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 others, and I realized all this exculpatory evidence was going to come out, and it's it, it happens time and time and time again. You know, with all this talk, well, there might be rioting depending on what the the result is and the verdict is. Why would that be? Because expectations were set by people that labeled him a white supremacist, labeled him a murderer uh, without any due process, any presumption of innocence and any evidence put forth. You know, look, I I can't I don't like to go in the business of predicting what juries are going to do. I'd be very shocked if it's not if he doesn't get a not guilty across the board. Um, We'll see. Anyway, I appreciate the call, Tony. God bless you, man. Have a good weekend. Scott in Arkansas. Scott, hi. How are you? Thanks for uh, checking in with us. Happy Friday. Oh, happy Friday to you, too, Sean. Um, I really appreciate you taking my call. Thank you. Quick. (laughs) Um, Right now, I have a a friend, a really close friend that's uh, fighting for his life with COVID. Right now, he's in a red state uh, with a fantastic governor, but they still have the blockage from the federal uh, from the feds of treatment All right, how and, uh, and let me ask you this question how long ago was your friend diagnosed um i'm not sure he he messaged me last week that he had had the um infusion on monday oh that, and he'd been in the hospital since monday did, did, when you say the infusion you mean monoclonal antibodies yes was he vaccinated or not vaccinated i don't know that Okay. Do you know how soon after diagnosis that he got the infusion? Uh, don't don't know that either. Do you know, so? He what called, what called me for prayer support? Well, let me ask you this question: How bad? How bad is it? Is he in a hospital? Do you know what his oxygen he, levels uh, are? He's, he's been. He yes, they 
they are dipping below 90 and, uh, they're, they're trying to keep him up. Um, he is in ICU and when we were trying to, that when they were trying to fight to get him, um, treatments that were not FDA approved, they, they were blocked before he got on a respirator. He, Oh, on a respirator. Whoa, whoa, respirator or ventilator? Big difference. No, vent, ventilator. Ventilator. I'm so sorry. he's so he's on a vent. I'm not a doctor. He is. He has been. Um, I'm not. Listen, I'm ready. not going to lie to you. Your friend's in deep trouble. Yes, I, I know that. We and, know that. And he needs prayer. He do, it definitely does. And you know, well, it's that's one of the things I was going to ask. I, I know that you're a believer. Yeah. <laughs> Especially according to Phil Robertson, he's a he's a friend of mine. But uh, Phil's a good man. Anyway, yeah, the, the whole family, we they're just super. But anyway, um, just in, indulge me that anybody that's a believer and listening to this show, um, please pray for Kevin. He definitely needs him. He's a super, super guy. Super. How man. how old is he? Um, he's about my age. I'm. I'll be 60 in, in uh, January. Does he have any pre-existing conditions? Is he overweight, comorbidities, uh, immune, any compromised it, immune issues? It's hard for me to say somebody's overweight because I pack on more weight than I should. But uh, Everybody, he, so he do I. Be, he would probably be considered overweight. Look, I, I don't. I, I just don't know the. I can only tell you what I've seen anecdotally and what, what is going on, for example, and I had a long conversation with Ron DeSantis about the monoclonal antibody centers. The only thing I will right. tell people, vaxxed, unvaxxed, that debate, I think, is over. I think everybody's made up their mind. I don't think there's going to be any new convincing. Uh, you know, if Gene Simmons right. is scolding you publicly. It's not going to matter to people. They made up their minds. Right. So but well, I would well, I will well, say this vaxxed or unvaxxed. My my advice is immediately. You must contact your doctor. Ask about monoclonal antibodies. What I have seen with older people, even with pre-existing conditions, vaxxed and unvaxxed, getting the infusion within 24 hours has worked every time that I know of, and I know of a lot of cases. I don't know. You're not able to answer these questions, but, you know, um, I don't even want to give you the odds. I mean... Once you're on a ventilator, it's it's it becomes a crapshoot. It's not it's the odds are not in his well, favor, I to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I understand that. We, well, we, um, I hope everybody can pray for this your friend, and I wish him well. I don't want anybody to die. I I lost friends what, from this thing too. It's horrible. What happened to right to try? That's one of the great things Trump put in at the very beginning, but I didn't know when um, either Biden blunted it or. Fauci frauded it or what? Why are they not trying it with COVID? You know, I believe in the right to try. Donald Trump, I think, was was very smart to do that. I don't know what you mean, right to try what? What would you want to try? Right to try. Well, it, when it, when he did right to try, it was way before COVID. And it was it was it was the right to try whenever there's Hey, listen, whenever, if I get a death sentence and basically, you know, they run out of therapy for let's say I have a cancer, God forbid. And that's what right to try. And there's a there's a like trial like, going like on. Yeah, if there's a trial going on, you know, on some medicine, I'm going to take the damn trial and I'm going to run with it. And, and no, and if they want to throw me in jail at that point in my life, I'm I'm probably dead anyway. Um, anyway, we'll pray pray for your friend Scott. I'm very sorry and wish everybody the best. If you get 
This, and I'm not dispensing medical advice here. I've resisted it from the beginning. I'm not a doctor. I didn't go to medical school. If you get a positive COVID test, immediately, do not pass go, do not collect $200. Immediately call your doctor and ask an intelligent question. What about monoclonal antibodies? Are they available to me? If you want another opinion, you can you can call any of the doctors that we've had on this show, for example, and get their opinion. Ask about any other therapeutics that they think might be helpful, but do it immediately. When the Henry Ford study came out on hydroxychloroquine, 84% effective in mitigating some symptoms when taken early. But by far, from what I see, the science that I read, monoclonal antibodies, that infusion, uh, worked and and Ron DeSantis went over the numbers with me and they were pretty staggering in terms of the success rate down in Florida. Again, ask your doctor, but don't wait five days. You know the problem is if oh my oxygen levels was ninety seven, ninety eight, and uh, ninety six, whatever, uh, and then on day seven, eight, nine, or ten it, they just dropped to eighty seven. Well, by that time the damage is done. You have to act fast, early, move. And and I'm saying to do it in conjunction with your doctor. I don't know a darn thing about anybody's medical history that's unique or your current medical condition. So, you know, most people, if I did a man on the street, ask people, what's monoclonal antibodies? I guarantee you nobody would know. But I want you, my audience, to know. That's why I say research. Take it seriously. And I'm not talking about putting on a lab coat and not opening your virology lab. I'm talking about reading all the material out there, opinions you agree with and disagree with. Uh, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Coleman is in Texas. What's up, Coleman? How are you? How are you doing today? I'm good, sir. Happy Friday. Yes, sir. I wanted to ask, what can be done to hold the media companies responsible for the garbage that they're spewing? Because what they're doing is no different from yelling bomb on an airplane or fire in a crowded movie theater. They're setting the stage for massive unrest if Kyle is found not guilty or if there's a mistrial. I'll tell you right now where my mind is. If, for example, open borders, process release, uh, disperse around the country, don't give a COVID test or a vaccine mandate, preferential treatment to illegal immigrants. If Americans get sick and die, I'd say the federal government has blood on its hands. People that die in Afghanistan that Joe Biden abandoned, John Androsik's song says it all blood on those hands and i would say the the same thing holds for you know the the media that create an expectation by not even knowing a shred of evidence not offering any due process and creating this anticipation that this is a slam dunk guilty verdict for whatever high profile case it happens to be they do a disservice to the entire country and if people react to it because the expectation was not met that they created, I hold them accountable. Now, is that are they ever going to be held accountable? No. The media lied to us for four straight years about Trump Russia collusion. They even got Pulitzer prizes for it. It's it's disgusting. It's repulsive. The best answer is don't watch it. Don't listen to it. You know, thankfully there are still a few shows like this around. Thankfully there's a few of us on Fox. Uh, not everybody on Fox agrees with Sean Hannity. Uh, I'm grateful that I have my hour, my voice, my say, and I'm given complete freedom to to do the show as I see fit. 
with editorial control. Um, and I am a responsible broadcaster. Quick break. Right back to the phones. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Back to our busy phones. Uh, Vicky, Louisiana. What's up, Vicky? Glad you called. Happy Friday. Same to you, hon. And I want to talk about uh, the comparison between these days and, and back when Jimmy Carter was president. Always been a conservative. I remember the trauma of the times, the, uh, the inflation. I remember gas lines. I remember his failure with the, um, the hostages in Iran. I remember all of that. And the feeling that there was a dem- on the part of the Democrats to steal my future back then, whatever future I have right now left to me, I feel that they're stealing it all over again. We're not going to. Resent- but, but you know what? All of us are not going to let it happen. And I, I'll tell you right now, you, you know, take heart um, and let not your heart be troubled, because I really believe I can feel it. I can sense it. The, the country has had it. The, the, we are now being told, basically, to lower our expectations and standards of what the United States should be. Americans are not taking it. That's what happened in Virginia, and that's what happened in New Jersey. And there's unless Joe Biden were to turn around and adopt the Trump policies on the economy, the Trump policies on energy, the Trump policies on the border, the Trump policies on foreign policy, um, which he's never going to do, it's going to only get worse. And by the time we get to Election Day now, in less than a year from now, we are now going to have a chance to put this country right, right this ship and get this country back on the right track. Right now, what they're doing is is not working and it's never going to work, Vicky. We need you. We need every friend you have. We need everybody listening to the show. It's all hands on deck. Everybody's deputized. You're, we're all spokes in a wheel, and we're going to save the country for our kids and grandkids. That's what we're going to do. How do you like that plan? I, I like it. It's as much as I intend to suit up and show up every, you know, every election day I can. I have this feeling, though, that the other side has created new processes, I guess, in voting, through, you know, ballot boxes and harvesting and, you know, no, no voter ID or any of this stuff and, you know, dead people voting. And I think they're going to do what their, their rationale is that the means justifies the ends and they will do it any way they can, which is what's happening. I I gotta let you go, but I'm, but I've been telling everybody, every state, make sure your state legislature adopts the measures I've been talking about, voter ID, signature verification, chain of custody control, updated voter rolls, and of course, uh, partisan observers watching the vote count up close and personal start to finish. If we do that, we have a fighting chance. Also, Republicans, you gotta get over your resistance for mail-in balloting and early voting. You just gotta get over it. Democrats are killing us, uh, killing us on that front. Uh, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Quick break, right back. This is the story of The One. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.